I was now a mother first and foremost, which is a huge shift in identity of having the military be such a part of who we are and how we view ourselves. I think the intention is for the military to take a backseat during that time, but it doesn't feel like that when you go back to work, when you put back on the uniform, when you jump back into it right away. Welcome back to season two of the Military Birth Talk podcast where we share weekly stories of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, all told through the unique lens of the military community. As a project of the Military Birth Resource Network and Postpartum Coalition, this podcast was created to be a community resource and place of connection where military members and spouses can see themselves and their unique experiences reflected in the stories shared. We can't wait for you to hear from some of the amazing guests we have joining us for season two. When you tune in this season, you'll be hearing pregnancy, birth, and postpartum stories from service members. Often people weren't comfortable with them breastfeeding. I found that one captain, she wanted to go into her office or her car. And I explained to her that every female airman was watching her as the captain in the squadron. And if the bathroom or her car was good enough for her, then she was making that decision for every female airman in the squadron. And the men were going to be taking the lead. So as uncomfortable as it was, whether you're a senior NCO or an officer, I felt a responsibility to set the example even if I was secretly crying in the bathroom before I flew postpartum, even though I'm coming out, I'm in charge and we're going to go fly this mission. Also from spouses. It was holiday season where we were alone. I had my birthday. My son had his third birthday. Like there were just other experiences in the milestones that my husband wasn't there for that we didn't plan on or didn't know about. So those are the things where when folks say, hey, high risk populations are military populations. I'm like, yeah, we sure are because you get a deployment or a TDY thrown in there or UPCS and you move away from everybody that you do, it can make a big difference. And even a story or two told through the perspective of the birth partner. A little bit of my military background bled into this. I'm very operationally focused. We're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this. And I had my little quarterback armband that I would wear while deployed with phase lines and things like that written on it. So I have a quick reference guide. I literally made one up to wear at the birth center and at the, at the hospital. And I had like the phases written on there and like little cheat sheet for what I can look for as the birth partner in this process. Season two of the Military Birth Talk podcast begins next Thursday with new episodes coming out weekly. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast networks. We can't wait to bring you more military birth stories starting next week.